ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Hey everybody, welcome to What in the World? I'm Adam Todd Brown. Quincy's on the road right now, but he is such a talent we had to replace him with three comics. Whoa. He's the Lindsey Buckingham of this podcast, if you get that reference. Everyone? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Lindsey Buckingham got yeah, fired yeah. by Fleetwood Mac and they had to, British. Hire, had to hire two guitar players to I, replace him. I knew that. Because he's, he's really good. <laughs> His hands. Yeah. Just... They couldn't be compromised. And Quincy has uncomparable podcast hands. <laughs> Those have hands. To, that have to be replaced by several people. Let's go around the room. You, who are you? I'm Jessica Singer. You've been on these podcasts before. Not this one. Not this I don't one. Think. No, but others. Yeah. You weren't on this one, right? No, I haven't been on this one. I'm Stuart Thompson. Hello. Hi. You've been on. Have you? Which podcasts have you been on? Uh, I think this is the first Unpops thing I've ever done. So I'm glad to be a part of it. Thanks for being here. And who are you? I'm Chris Crittenden. Chris has been on, you were on a, the main on Pops. We talked yeah. about QAnon. QAnon. It's a big episode. Oh, wow. Was. Did really well, <laughs> even though I wrote your first name as Christ <laughs> episode description. That's that, the extra bump. You yeah. Got the Christian bump. <laughs> that seems like a very Q thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't notice it until weeks later, and I was like, oh, I can't change it now. Christ, <laughs> like, Crittenden. I'm not just going <laughs> to... There's too many Chris's. I should just go by that. <laughs> you should, yeah. That's just Chris's walk through life now. That's yeah. what he has to do. That's my cross to bear. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Good times. So, <laughs> we're talking about a pretty upbeat subject today. <laughs> Super fun. Super fun stuff. We're talking about the Indian WhatsApp lynchings. It seems like a very fun indie band, the Indian WhatsApp lynchings. Yeah, it'll like, be an indie band someday. Yes. <laughs> Once it all blows over and we can look back at it ironically. It's such a weird grouping of words to be put together. It seems like it was written by like a robot. Like it doesn't seem yeah. like, like this is what I think news articles are. You want A place, it. something new and something bad. Like. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a robot improv team. It's yeah. like, please give us a place. <laughs> please give us your favorite app <laughs> and your favorite type of murder <laughs> yeah it's some bleak shit it's it's basically what's happening in india right now when fake news gets spread like here we just elect trump but in india they mass murder villagers when fake news is spread I wonder it's which requires time. more effort. Like, which <laughs> required more effort? Like, to get a group together to go out and, like, hurt someone or uh, to, like, get all those people out to vote. I wonder. Probably about the same. Yeah. Either way. Like, is there much of a difference between sending people out to lynch villagers and sending people out to vote for Trump? Yeah. I, I, either, way, <laughs> either way, villagers are getting lynched. That's yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. Just a matter of which brown people are dying. Oh, man. Uh, so the Indian WhatsApp lynchings, just a little background. It's a spate of mob-related violence and killings following the spread of fake news, mostly relating to child abduction and organ harvesting via the WhatsApp message service. India is WhatsApp's biggest market with more than 200 million users. 
I don't know anything about how this encryption works. So WhatsApp is just like a messenger that you can't trace, right? Right. Okay. And it's also good for like texting people internationally. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've used that, it for. Yeah. So if you if you know someone in another country, it makes it much easier to text them because you can just use a country code and right. uh, make it all work without your data plan or whatever. And the feds can't read your shit. That's mm. part, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I can I can see the benefit of that, but I, what I am, what concerns me about what you were just describing is like, I, people talk about organ harvesting in with like cons, regard to conspiracy theories a lot. I wonder how much, how often does organ, organ harvesting actually happen? Because uh, I feel like it seems to, the way it's described, it seems to be so rampant. But yeah. Like, I read an article about it, but it was like forever ago. My like youth group had like... <laughs> In high school, I had this like huge learning thing on human trafficking and organ trafficking. They're like, okay. "This is happening. <laughs> no one's talking about it." <laughs> it's but I was happening. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure it but happens. I, it okay. obviously has to happen, but it's just all through WhatsApp, so we don't know how or why. <laughs> yeah, we just don't know what our organs because they're encrypted on oh. WhatsApp. <laughs> and what's happening is these fake messages are going around with specific details about local areas and then they attach real video or they'll attach uh real videos to fake messages or it'll be a, a fake video that's just intended to make people think the stuff is happening that kind of reminded me of the planned parenthood video stuff yeah right here that was kind of the parallel i draw but the difference is just we're an educated nation Right. So it affected some people's votes, but people aren't going out and killing people. Whereas there, it's like, right, people aren't even educated, but they have cell phones. And it does worry me that something like this could happen here. Yeah, because like when we talked about the QAnon thing, a lot of those users were uh, older, like yeah. middle aged or elderly internet users who are, despite being decades older than most of us, are just now learning about the internet and starting to use it, and they get these videos. And they're like, well, I have to vote for Trump now. Hillary Clinton's a child sex trafficker who's running her op out of a pizza place in D.C. <laughs> Why doesn't everyone know this? Yeah, when we gave my my grandparents their first like laptop computer, uh, my grandpa really took to like sending chain emails and like forwarding them to everybody, and it'd just be this crazy stuff about you know some th stuff that was happening allegedly with Obama. And I was like, "This is, Grandpa, you can't keep just forwarding stuff that your friend Greg sends you. You need, yeah. to, you need to stop yeah. doing this. Have you seen the, there's a documentary about Fox News called The Brainwashing of My Dad. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's this, uh, this woman basically made a documentary about her dad, who used to be this, like, like not really progressive, but sort of left-leaning type. And then he just, at one point, got a job where he had to commute a lot and started listening to Rush Limbaugh. And it like slowly just made him this really virulent, racist and conservative type. And at one point in the documentary, she just tells him there's something wrong with his radio. And she takes his radio away for a few weeks and starts sending him like pro Obama spam emails. And after a few weeks, he's like, you know, I think this Obama guy might be all right. Like, maybe I was just blowing it a little out of proportion. <laughs> wow. So it's like he was literally being brainwashed by the shit he was hearing. And as soon as she cut it off, he was fine again. Yeah, he's the Manchurian constituent. That's, yeah. that's what he was. <laughs> we, just snap exactly. our, we just snap our fingers. Wait, so what are these fake videos of just like 
people taking people's organs out? Well, the, or is it like the one that has led to the most recent lynchings? are mostly related to child abductions. Oh, okay. And this is the video that people are seeing. And it does look pretty pretty damning. This These two dudes pull up on a motorcycle. There's kids playing cricket. Cricket's cute. <laughs> and they circle back one more time and bloop, swoop up a kid and drive off. And all the other kids start chasing him. That's terrifying. Yeah. But... Yeah, it it is terrifying, but, but the, also the part of the video they're leaving out when they send this to people and say that there are child abductors in your neighborhood is this part where they bring the kid back because this was actually it's a PSA. Yeah, it's a PSA oh about how easy it is to kidnap kids. It only takes one moment to steal a child from the streets of Karachi. <laughs> Brought to you by the Karachi Tourism Board. <laughs> and so so what kids. they're doing is they're sending that video around, but cutting off that part at the end that uh. makes it clear it's a PSA. And they're like, we just filmed this in your village. And I imagine at least some people have to be like, we don't have paved roads in our village. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but everyone else is like, I got, I got to check out those paved roads someday. And also, let's go murder some child abductors. Yeah, that doesn't look like New Delhi Boulevard. I, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I know that bodega. <laughs> And it's kind of the same thing we're talking about. It's people who see these videos and just don't really understand how the internet works or they're just in such remote parts of India where they're just not that educated in general. Mm -hmm. And it whips people up into a frenzy. And then the first time a stranger shows up in the neighborhood, they fucking murder him. Yeah. Yeah, because they've been, you know, they've sort of been triggered. They've been, you know, sort of shown that, like, this is what you got to, you know, these are the people you got to look for. They they show up, they look like this. And then when someone just happens to be, you know, two dudes on a motorcycle. And there's the other one you were, you were, um, you, you were, uh, you sent me earlier, like, about the, uh, like, guys giving candy to, to kids. Yeah. yeah. There were a couple uh, kind of famous ones that have happened. In 2018, the Carby Anglong lynching. Two men visited, they were visiting a waterfall looking for ornamental fish, and they stopped their vehicle to ask villagers for directions, and because they didn't look like everyone else and they had stopped to ask questions, everyone was like, oh, those are the child abductors, get them. And a mob of, I think it was like, yeah, 250 people attacked these two dudes. That's and insanity. They both died. And then there was another one in 2018, the Athemer lynching. A 65-year-old woman named Ruk- yeah. Rukmani was traveling with her family. They stopped to ask an elderly lady for directions. And while they did that, they were handing out chocolates to some kids nearby. And the woman was like, oh, these are sex traffickers. Get them. And a group of 200 people stripped the family, beat them. Rukmani died. The rest were seriously injured. And right before this happened, there were claims that 52 children in the district had been abducted. And those rumors were circulating on WhatsApp prior to the lynchings. I mean, part of me is like, hey, why are you giving chocolates to a bunch of kids? That that does seem a little out of the ordinary, but like, it doesn't feel like... Uh it's, it seems such like a, a huge leap to just be like, they're giving out chocolates. Round them up. Like that, yeah. That seems so so crazy. To, like that's just your your trigger now. Yeah. When like old ladies are there to give candy to kids. That's like what they're there for. Or maybe to lure <laughs> kids into a child sex trafficking. Right, room. right. I'm just saying, if I get to be an old lady 
and I stop for directions. I'm giving everyone chocolate. Well, well, <laughs> well, it was the old lady who called who called everyone called them out. Right, it, it was these people visiting. Oh, well, it but was it, an old lady visiting too. Yeah, yeah. It was an but an additional yeah. old lady. Oh, it was granny on granny violence. That's yeah. what I'm oh, wow. saying. Wow, this is this is something the news isn't covering. This this geriatric <laughs> warfare. An, an interesting thing in the article I noticed was just people settling personal grudges through right. it too. Just like, oh yeah, that guy that owes me money totally is a child sex trafficker. Like they just <laughs> repurpose things and right. just like, it's like I could totally see people doing that sort of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and like, that's a thing that happened a lot in the Philippines when they started their campaign to just wantonly murder Oh, is something going on Drug there? users. Yeah, <laughs> little thing, the purge. I think yeah. they call it. <laughs> yeah. And in the Philippines, people were doing that. They were like, oh, this guy owes me $4,500. He's a drug dealer. Yeah. Shoot him. Rodrigo Duterte presents yeah. The Purge. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about Duterte a lot on this podcast. He is such a fucking character. Yeah. He's just Yeah, he really... I wonder what I always want to know what happened. What why people are so like? Because some people can just create policies that that say like, okay, well, these are the things that I believe in. But when people are so adamantly against a certain thing, like I don't want people. I can understand not wanting people to deal drugs, but to be just so like these people got to die, right? <laughs> yeah. Like so what happened to him early on in his life that made him want to to feel that way? And, yeah. Or, or and to act this way and to enact policy. And I wonder what's what's happened. Whoever's reporting these you know originating these whatsapp videos like what makes them want to you know, it's like we could just do this to take out anybody well i think yeah with both it's just a power thing yeah i suppose so it's just like if people are scared of something all the time and that something is from outside they can't be afraid of what's in charge yeah and, and they trust what's in charge or who's in charge and it's so easy to other someone yeah just you know, just all right. You're different, so we're just we're not going to pick you for the team, and we're going to yeah. you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I, I also I know this this at this point just sounds like uh, a, a blanket explanation for everything happening in the world, but I wouldn't put it past Russia to be kind <laughs> of behind this because this is what Russia does. They don't just do it here, but yeah. they have they've written several books about how their their actual like their main method of subverting a country isn't war they go in and exploit divisions and try to stir up conflicts and the way like there's no real end game here besides how can we make a bunch of people who look alike fight because in mo like especially in the united states like there there there's all these racial divides and things that you can stoke but how do you do it in a place like india mm -hmm. and like someone's behind this like someone is sending fake videos hoping to get angry mobs to kill people and who like who else like who would be behind mm. that yeah and it's it's a it's another place where people don't think about it happening in a place like india but they're experiencing this big wave of nationalism also where like one of the the first instances of this happening it wasn't child abductors it was people eating meat and they were sending around like fake posts about, hey, so-and-so in this area was eating meat, and that's not cool because uh, they must be Muslims. And that, that's pretty much it was a way to target Muslims and kill Muslims. And right. You can't open with child abduction. Right. You gotta... Right. If you open with child abduction, they're going to be like, that's Russia. Yeah. yeah. Come on. You gotta start smaller. We've <laughs> never read a book, but we know that's Russia. <laughs> they are eating meat. Oh, shit. We better, we better look into that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they have this prime minister now 
his I can't remember his first name, but his last name's Modi, M O D I. Mm-hmm. And he is super nationalistic and very much in favor of, yeah, let's get the Muslims out of here. So it's it seems like it's it's so many worlds away that Russia wouldn't be involved. But this is the kind of shit Russia does when they intervene in a country's affairs. Right. And Russia's I mean it's in the Middle East partially. Mm-hmm. Right. Russia's so big, it's in all of this stuff. And I mean, I think a, a major part of the demographic clash in India is just like, I think, North India, where it borders with right. Pakistan. And so there's already a bunch of ethnically charged energy in India just based off the presence of Pakistani people that are nationals right. there. And so it's pretty easy at that point to just kind of turn them against each other. It yeah. makes right. sense. And it's... So they they've done some things to try and stop this one of the things basically all they're doing is putting a limit on how many times you can forward a message and i think they took away a button that that automatically forwards it yeah there was a quick you gotta do an extra an extra step now and that shows how much education is a factor in this because they moved the button and now no one can do it (laughs) like that's actually helping they just moved it they didn't even take it away it's just like you gotta hit menu first now and everyone's like fuck (laughs) i guess i can't kill that guy listen i I, I, I believe myself to be an educated man. But if you make something a little harder for me on the internet, I'm going to do it less. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, it doesn't, I don't know if, if education is like, like education might, you might help on like a grander scale, but like, I mean, if you make something more difficult, fuck, I don't. If, if I don't they put a captcha on you porn, you're not using it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be like, ah, geez, I, I don't, I can't tell if that's an R or an L. Find the taint <laughs> in these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this panel of tanks. <laughs> Which one of these women is actually coming? And that's why. Uh, Does anyone remember a few years back, I think it was an article on The Next Web, but they wrote this article that had Facebook login in the title. And it if you typed, if you searched Facebook login, it for a while was the number one search result, whereas previously Facebook was the number one search result. Yeah. And it's got hundreds and hundreds of comments from people who are like, why does Facebook look so different now? (laughs) So it's not, I wonder if I can find it. I want it to be there so bad. Why did you make it different? I don't like change. Oh, here it is. It's read, write, web was the, oh, Oh. it's not there anymore. Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Beat them all up. But it was it was basically just an article about how Facebook wants to be like the main login for the internet. And people were used to Googling Facebook login, clicking the link, and then logging in on Facebook. Right. That they just, by muscle memory, typed that in, clicked the first link, landed on this read-write-web article. And we're like, this isn't Facebook at all. What did you do? <laughs> And it's so like people get mad before they admit they're wrong so much. (laughs) And I don't doubt that. So just removing that button, I imagine a lot of people were like, what? Yeah. How do we get people lynched now? (laughs) This is an outrage. I guess we'll have to just reason with them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That that reminds me of this great thing I saw on Facebook about 10 years ago, which makes me realize how far we've come as a country. My friends that worked at the Apple store with me would post, oh, this is crazy. Facebook will actually censor your password if you write it in the comments. And then they'd put star, 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 star. And and they're like, see? And then people would 
comment their actual passwords. Idiots. <laughs> just like what? Like, but this was just ten oh, years ago, so it's like I, I get it. Like, yeah, <laughs> move the button. People are gonna stop using it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they're already like it's. It does worry me, though, that this could happen here. Like, maybe not lynchings, but... It wouldn't start with lynchings. You I can't th- open with lynchings. Yeah, it would start out with, like, these people say they're gluten-free, but they're t- not. <laughs> Look yeah. at me, bread. Or, or it could be, here's video of a bunch of illegal immigrants voting, and yeah. it's happening yeah. in your area. Go to your polling stations right now. And if anyone who's brown tries to vote, fucking harass them and ask them for papers and shit. Yeah. yeah. I can see right. that happening. Yeah, but I mean, the laws already do a good enough job of keeping brown people from voting. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, good, that's a good point, but it's... Oh, you need a new driver's yeah. license right now. But it's like baseball. You're up 3 nothing in the yeah, seventh yeah. inning. You want to put some insurance runs on the board. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you do that with WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, it's a, a dangerous situation in India, and I don't think they have really the means to fix it because they can't... Like, WhatsApp makes it impossible. And we'll get to it later, but I don't know if that's a bad thing because it is it, it is sort of a thing we argue for in this country is not letting the government have access to our phones and shit. But we'll get to it in a second. Let's uh, talk about financial crimes. This is also happening on WhatsApp. And this is definitely a case of people just not knowing how the internet works because <laughs> it's it was a financial scam it built Japanese retirees, I don't think just retirees, but probably mostly, out of more than $19 million, but that's Hong Kong money, so it was only 242000 real dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hong Kong money. That's yeah. what their money's called. <laughs> yep. Hong Kong money. <laughs> Hong Kong bucks. You want some Hong Kong money? <laughs> Shoot, I tell you what, you get a good rate right now. <laughs> and what they would do is they would pretend to be friends of WhatsApp users and would come up with different excuses to lure them into revealing their account verification code. Maybe that same way. Maybe they're like, hey, did you know if you reply with your verification code, it just shows up as all stars for me? (laughs) And they send them some doctored screenshots. (laughs) See? It's crazy. Don't check your account for the next 12 hours. And they would use the access codes that they had to these accounts, and posing as that user, they would send text messages to deceive the account holder's contacts into buying my card digital payment cards. And then they would just steal those cards and resell them. And this happened over the course of like a week, and they got $242,000 out of people, which maybe I need to get on WhatsApp and uh, (laughs) look up some friends in Hong Kong. Yeah, you might have to. Uh, (laughs) If you're looking for some extra spending cash. (laughs) Again, just some insurance runs. Yeah, get me get me through. I mean, we have that with like I I wonder if that's what's happening with the people who message me on Facebook that j- that are not like my friend or like they're not like someone I actually know but they just friend me and they'll be like, "Hello, how are you, dear?" Like they always start out the message <laughs> oh, yeah. with that. And it's like there's always these weird misspellings on words that shouldn't be misspelled like the. Like why is the misspelled? Right. And I don't I don't respond to them because like I, don't, I just don't know who they are, but I wonder if I did, it could lead down that. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Or those ones on Twitter with like you know it's like a it's like a webcam person or it's like yeah, some, yeah. P- that leads you like to some porn thing or you're like hey if you send me you know this code you can you can get a discount but it turns out they're just like taking your money yeah wait, wait they're just taking your money <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it depends it's all on how you not, look at it they're not she doesn't want to be my friend uh, I, I need a minute guys <laughs> listen listen Christ listen there's <laughs> there are 
plenty of ways to look. And if you have a friendship with that person, then it's it's not really them taking; it's you sharing a moment together. It's financial domination. I think we've talked about it on podcasts <laughs> thanks, before. Thanks. That means a lot, guys. <laughs> I'm a fine dumb, <laughs> and I'm a fine sub. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like this is a thing that could kind of just happen anywhere. It could happen via email. It could happen on Facebook. I don't think this is the kind of thing that's strictly happening on WhatsApp. But the more you get your parents on the internet, the more likely this shit is to happen. Like, I've always argued that internet access should be like driving a car mm-hmm. where you, you have to get a license mm-hmm. and like actually pass a test and prove you understand the rules of the internet and you won't open stray attachments from strangers just because it's there. But I don't think we'll ever get that. Like, anyone who's ever There's gotten no a computer we'll virus without having, like, if you didn't have virus protection and you got a virus, fuck you. I hope your computer bursts into flames <laughs> while you're driving down a busy freeway. If you don't need a license to ha- have kids, you're not going to need a license for the internet. Exactly. Like, they're not, there's no way. Listen, I, <laughs> I, I, I live in this country for two things. So anybody can fuck. <laughs> anybody can click on shit. <laughs> it is weird, though, that there's like a whole generation of people that will fall for this sort of shit but also owns property. (laughs) Right. Like none of my friends would fall for this shit or have any money for them to steal if they (laughs) fell for this shit. It's it's like a weird difference. It's like, oh, wow, you guys are much better at like actual life, but oh, you're helpless online. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you have to be savvy if you're pinching pennies. I mean, like you just, (laughs) listen, I got to look around every turn on the internet. People could be trying to take my money so I can watch them on a webcam. (laughs) And... Listen, low blow, I, low blow. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have webcam take, money. Take my money so I can watch him on a webcam. There was also an article on Reuters about what's happening in England because they're having problems with extremist violence linked to WhatsApp also, but it's not nearly as bad as India. And Theresa May has called for WhatsApp to be regulated because of terrorism And this article that was on Reuters, although I, for some reason, put the Japan Times version of it in the notes. (laughs) I mean, we all know the Japan Times is more It's the Reuters Reuters of Japan, I would argue. (laughs) (laughs) I think Reuters Japan is probably the Reuters of Japan. (laughs) And this is a quote from that article. We also know that (laughs) end-to-end encryption services like WhatsApp are being used by pedophiles. You need to watch some Love Island and get better at your English accent. No, that was pretty solid. That's exactly what Home Secretary Amber Rudd sounds like. Listen, I will I will believe Theresa May on like regulating WhatsApp if she also calls to regulate her bowl cut. I Yeah. Wow. It is that is profound. Cut shaming. Yeah. On the What's in the World podcast. Yeah, it's like you, you, she looks like she's wearing a helmet, and I can't. I can't <laughs> she just... might be. Maybe that's what she wants to look it's like. It's bulletproof. <laughs> it's protective. <laughs> that would be so amazing. <laughs> it's as a fiberglass she... mold of her hair. <laughs> that they put as over soon her. as you become British it's... Prime Minister, <laughs> they just give you a <laughs> hair helmet. Listen, oh, I love it. We're, we're worried about assassins. Put on the hair helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing that. <laughs> That article doesn't go into that much detail about how 
this pedophilia is happening on WhatsApp. It which, did seem very surface level, like you know, pedophiles. Yeah, <laughs> like and it's, it's not like, like I out there. It's not like I want details. It's not like well, yeah. where did they touch that kid? Tell me all about it. But also, this feels like them being like, yeah, and pedophiles too, and yeah. you know, <laughs> fucking bank robbers might use it. You never know, man. It could be anybody. The specific quote was like, "We know that at any given time." A pedophile might be messaging a pedophile on this service. <laughs> they, like, right. What? Do that's, they, not, wait. that's so not conclusive. Do they yeah. not even talk about like sharing pictures? They no. just say messaging. <laughs> yeah, they're obviously talking about sharing pictures, right? But they don't. But they don't like, know because WhatsApp won't. Maybe they're just sharing recipes. But Isn't all these people trying to not admit that they're in the messaging groups? They're like, they're just messaging. <laughs> I don't want to be, be a part of this group anymore, <laughs> but I can't leave. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I suppose it is possible. Like, that WhatsApp. I, I, I assume every messaging service is sort of used for that. Yeah, listen, if you're going to start a messaging service, you just got to be ready for the fact that maybe a pedophile or two is going to join. You yeah, don't know. Okay. You, can't, you made it available to the public. Counterpoint. <laughs> when you've signed up for any service online, have you ever been asked if you're not a pedophile? Fuck, that's teflon. good point. Yeah, that's teflon. just make a checkbox. A checkbox check that says like, "Are you a pedophile?" Well, it's and like, you "Are you it, 18 or older?" Like, right. well, yeah. You can't. You can't sign up, and we sent your IP address to the cops. <laughs> you idiot! Why would you put that you're a pedophile on this form? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will root out the dumb pedophiles that yes. are out there. That'll surely get. They're the about. real problem. <laughs> so, Move the pedophile <laughs> button. Yeah. So it's harder to get to. <laughs> I, where's my link? Where's my link to abduct children? I was going to ruin my life right now. God damn it. I had a friend who was trying to get a job at Sam Goody once <laughs> back in the day. And they asked this series of questions like like a, prof, a personality test or whatever in the interview process. And like early in, they were like, have you done drugs at any point in the last six months? And he was like, nope. And then they start rapid firing the questions <laughs> and about 10 more questions down. They go, have you done drugs at any point in the last six months? And he went, yep. <laughs> and that was it. The interview was over. Oh, they wow. got him. That's so we could probably, we should find him and try to sell him a, my card financial <laughs> yeah. card. Wait, there were people that worked at Sam Goody that didn't that, do drugs? That were yeah, good at rapid-fire questions. <laughs> yeah. They just knew enough to not be high during the interview. They took better drugs, perhaps. Yeah. Personally, I Could like be. to be high during the interview, so then I can just be high all the time. Right, And exactly. they never notice a difference. You just said like, that guy's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you never think he's high. <laughs> he talks slow, but he's so focused. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, what I was mentioning before, all of this sounds horrifying. Like, we're letting terrorists use this app unchecked, and the governments of these different countries can't go in and get the backdoor access they want. But that's also what we've been fighting against in this country. Like, the FBI has asked several times for Apple to provide them backdoor access to people's iPhones. And Apple and most of the world has been like, no. We don't fucking want that. Terrorism doesn't happen that much. Figure it out on your own. And this is kind of the same thing. So do we want WhatsApp to be regulated or nah? I don't know. I feel like I feel like the button thing if if it's coming from WhatsApp, like it seems to be doing, like where they're just like they're making things more difficult uh, or a little bit, you know, a little less streamlined. I can see that doesn't seem like as big of an issue to me, but if a government's saying like, "Hey, WhatsApp, we want you to just, you know, we want you to 
be doing what we're asking, then yeah, I, I, I feel like that's, it's fine for them to say no. I, we just got, I think we, when you make everyone so connected, everyone, it allows everyone to talk to each other. Um, but somehow there's less communication between us. Like, like if we talk to each other person to person, kind of like we're doing now, we're actually able to, you know, maybe get something done. But right. when it's, I mean, how many times have we tried to, you know, message someone on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and it's just like, oh, did we have a conversation? I don't even remember. I was just, mm-hmm. I was just typing in between, you know, you know while I was on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like. I, I actually, I remember when the government came out and said, don't buy these certain types of Chinese smartphones because China can spy on you. I remember reading that and being like, no, you want to spy on me. And yeah. I'm not a Chinese dissident, so I don't give a fuck if they spy on me. So I bought one of those phones. And I think that I think there's an argument to be made that India just needs to figure this out in a different way, well, aside like, from just shutting down WhatsApp. Yeah. But also, I've also before made the argument that we should just shut down Facebook because it's a <laughs> cancer that's never going to be fixed or healed. So I don't know. I'm on the fence about this. Yeah, I mean, I think it, either way, there's ways it can be abused. It, it sets a dangerous precedent, though, if you're just opening it up for any purpose. And if they open it up in one market, then what's to say that there's not another market that's going to force them to open it up for them right. too? Yeah. And like India is, a, you know, it's it's not nearly the most oppressive like third world regime as far as I can tell. So it's like, what if China makes WhatsApp open up or what? It's like, there's just so much more that you could, that can go wrong from that. Whereas if people just figure it out and learn how to not be tricked, that's what we need to do anyway. I mean, that's the only way it's going to stop. Yeah. The answer isn't like getting into the app. It's like educating people. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Promote, like putting out. Putting out those PSAs in full force that say like, "Hey, here's you may have seen this video online yeah. of someone getting kidnapped. Here's this, the rest of the video. <laughs> here's the rest of the video. Yeah, <laughs> like Just in in full force was like, oh, that's what it. And, and maybe there is something that needs is like, hey, be aware, you know, be aware of what you see on the internet. Like my parents told me so early on, don't believe everything you read, don't believe everything you yeah. hear. Yeah, you know, like maybe like look into it." Check up on it. Right. I mean, like, Snapchat sends you a message when it's, like, President's Day. Like, why can't WhatsApp send you a message? It's like, hey, don't lynch anyone today because we're maybe, maybe it's <laughs> fake news. One thing they have suggested putting in place is a thing where, where they have a number set up, like a phone number, basically, like almost a Snopes you can call. Where if you get this video, you can call this number and it will give you information as to whether that video you're seeing is real or not. I like that. That's not a bad idea. Hotline? I, yeah. I don't think the answer is like people reading everyone's business. Because <laughs> also, yeah. like, I mean, I'm very much like, go ahead, government. What are you fucking going to yeah. find that's interesting on my shit? Yeah, I podcast about how I hate the government. They can read it on my phone yeah. too if they want. But it's just like, also like... Do your job. Get some spies. Find the bad people. Don't read everyone's shit to find the bad people. But here's the thing. (laughs) They did at one point try an initiative where they just sent people out into these communities like just to literally tell people, hey, there's there are not children being abducted in your neighborhood. Can you guess what happened to one of them? Surrounded by a mob of people and beaten to death because they suspected he might be a child abductor. Yeah. Did he have a mustache? (laughs) 
Yeah, that I don't know. Hey. If so, well, he's in India, so yeah, he had a mustache. Exactly. If he didn't have a mustache, that's probably why he got beat. Well, the whole thing is the app's telling them not to trust people, so why would you send people out there to tell them that it's not? You got to do it through the app. Send a drone. Send drones. (laughs) Truth drones. Send animals. Welcome yeah. to the stage, Truth Drone. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a drag queen, a band? I don't know. All of the above. Yes. Yeah, drag band. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) but like the idea like this is such an extreme version of it that it it sounds like and that's i think how these things start where here's an extreme example and we all go well yeah we're not going to argue against regulating that but then the next example is a little less extreme and we're like oh now you're encroaching on our shit a good example from recent history or basically this year the trump administration has now started targeting People who are naturalized citizens in the United States and trying to strip them of their citizenship. And the way they're doing it is they're going to people who were convicted of crimes that happened before they applied for citizenship. And then they're saying, well, you didn't tell us you were committing crimes when you applied. So now your application's valid and you're subject to deportation. And the first group of people they tried this with was five dudes who had all been arrested for child pornography. And the Trump administration brought this lawsuit. And who among us would be like, no, don't deport those child molesters. Like, no one's going to yeah. die on that fucking hill. So these the, the lawsuit, like, was successful. And these dudes are now facing deportation. And you like to think, well, they're going to use it for extreme examples like that. The next lawsuit they filed was against a 65-year-old grandmother in Miami who at one point worked for a company where the CEO pulled off this massive tax fraud scheme. And all she did was she happened to be working there at the time, and he would send her, like, hey, type up this contract. She didn't know what the fuck the contract meant or what it was for. It was just her job as secretary to type it up. But they were like, look, we could still send you to prison over this. Why don't you just take a plea deal and, you know, accept this conviction and we'll give you like a year's house arrest. And she did that. And at no point were they like, oh, but you also might lose your citizenship at some point. So she takes this plea deal. And like five years later, the government comes to her and goes, well, actually, the crime in question started before you applied for citizenship. So now we're going to deport you to Peru, where she hasn't been for like 30 or 40 fucking years. So it starts with something really extreme like lynchings. And then next, it's just like, eh, why don't we just do it for everybody? Yeah, you stole some flaming Hot Cheetos. Right. And now you have to go back to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Australia right now is trying to do a similar thing where they just want backdoor access to all devices in the country. And what's scary about it happening in Australia is Australia's part of the five eyes, which is the United States, Canada, Australia, England, and New Zealand. White people. Right, white countries. Mm -hmm. And we, it's an agreement where we all meet up and share all of our intelligence data that we've gathered over the years with each other. Secret white people meeting. Yeah. And it's called, I learned like, about this last it, time I was here. Yeah, does it have to be called the Five Eyes? That's so so ominous sounding. It's because it's scary. Yeah, is it like the the or like 
seeing eyes or like the letter I? Seeing eyes. Oh, oh cool. it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was I like intelligence. It probably or started as that, but then they were like, no, that's not scary enough. Let's so now it's it just a literal monster with five <laughs> eyes. Yeah. yeah, that's the worst number of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we worship Spider Man. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and what they mentioned, something that came up when I was researching that is Australia doesn't have a Bill of Rights. So it's a good country to test things like that out before you bring them to the United States and try to sell them to people who do have rights. And so this all it all kind of ties together. It's like there's sort of this global push by intelligence agencies to get access to our phones and our messaging apps. And I'm making the problem worse by reporting on the most extreme example, probably. But... It, it's uh, it's a thing that's happening everywhere. It's cause for concern. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and if they get the tools to access those phones and then they share the information with everyone else, then they have access to everyone's phones. So right. that's why it's so dangerous. You know what yeah. that means. Australia nudes. Am I right, guys? Hell yeah. <laughs> Let the Hemsworth nudes begin. <laughs> Which Hemsworth? We don't know. Both. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All Hemsworths will be naked. All of them. <laughs> so that's what's uh, going on with WhatsApp and lynchings. Does anyone have any final thoughts on it before we get to plugs in shit? I don't know. Just keep talking to each other, like person to person. Yeah. yeah. You know, keep, it, there, there needs to be more effort to that people need to place on spending time with their community. Some places are really good at it, like small towns. People, everyone knows each other. People actually talk to each other. There's not as many people like online all the time. But if you live in a big city, you know, maybe get to know your neighbors a little bit. Yeah. I wonder if the people in these villages after, like, the, the next morning, I, I wonder if they just meet up and are like, man, that got out of hand. Holy <laughs> shit. We need, to, we need to vet these messages a yeah, little the better. In, the Indian Ron Burgundy just like, that escalated <laughs> yeah, quickly. That's exactly. Maybe that's how it happened. Maybe, maybe every village has to lynch one person to be like, oh, man, that crossed a line. Yeah, I killed yeah. a guy. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to lay low for a while. <laughs> Uh, maybe that, that could be the solution. So, uh, what do we have to plug? This is a free episode. So patreon.com slash unpops. You can get two bonus episodes of this podcast every goddamn month, like clockwork for just $5 and you get bonus episodes of all the other podcasts I host. It's a good deal. And there's no ads. I mean, except shit like this right now, you're going to hear, I'm not going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> not made a free time. Free ad. <laughs> and... Uh, last Saturday of every month at the Hollywood Hotel, we do a live episode of Unpops. There's one this month on September 29th. I have no idea who's on it or what we're going to talk about, but we'll figure it out. Jessica, what do you have to plug? I'm going to plug what I bit. I don't know how soon this is coming out. Tomorrow, actually. Oh, perfect. Ooh. This Friday, September 21st, The Ruby, 10 p.m. Uh, me and Jen Scott will be hosting Two Dads, a trivia talk show, a tri trivia game show, not talk show. Chris is on it. He's hey. a contestant. It's going to be really fun. It's super, super fun. Uh, also, if you want to follow me on things and see more shows, I'm at Jessica420Bro on Instagram and Twitter. Start! Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart B. Thompson. That's Stuart with a U. Uh, or go to my website, StuartThompsonComedy.com. Uh, I'm going to be at the uh, Big Pine Comedy Festival in Flagstaff, Arizona this weekend. So if you're in northern Arizona and you are tired of Sedona, come to Flagstaff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what do you got to plug? Uh, I will be on Two Dads, a <laughs> trivia talk show. <laughs> no, you. game show. At the Ruby LA. 
<laughs> this Friday. And then before that, I will be at Nitro Comedy in Northridge on Friday. So Very nice. Oh, yeah. hey, can I mention one more thing? Fuck oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Save guy. it for WhatsApp. Dude, I'll spread those. I'll, f- I'll f- quickly forward those videos. Uh, I, I got a new podcast that I wanted to let people know about. It's um, it's my late night talk show, The Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke, that my buddy Luke and I do. Uh, you can hear it every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts. Very nice. Party. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Chris, say goodbye. Goodbye. Stuart, say goodbye. Bye, y'all. Jessica, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Love you.